0: That's Pencil. <laughs> podcast where we talk about the movies that we love and how we would abuse them tonight i'm joined by my host devin hello and ash hi good afternoon evening everyone hey gray so if you guys may have noticed by me talking differently at the beginning everyone waiting for someone to say welcome back that has changed for now <laughs> We'll see if it sticks.
1: <laughs> try something
0: to try. S- yeah, we're trying something new tonight. So bear with us. We're going to dissect a film from a fan perspective, if you will, and uh, see how much fun we can have with it. But first, let's get into some horror news. Ash, I believe you said you wanted to talk about something on air. I did? I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Where's my notes?
2: I'm sorry. Sorry. Okay, so how do we feel about Kevin Bacon returning back to horror?
1: I'm with it. What so, movie? I'm sorry? What movie is he coming back to?
2: Let, let, uh, you should have left. It was just recently released a couple days ago on Video On Demand. And this marks Kevin's return to the horror realm. And it's been some years. And I have yet to hear any reviews on the movie. It looks pretty good. But I have a feeling that I I can figure out the twist of it. Just by looking at the trailer. Mm -hmm. So have you guys checked out the trailer or...
1: Martin, I, uh, I have not
0: watched the trailer. Oh.
1: Well, no, I mean, I, I totally forgot. I posted it on I need Um And I put a little comment in there that it reminds me a lot of um, what lies beneath with mm-hmm. Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, but it still doesn't take away from me wanting to see the movie. It still looks pretty entertaining.
0: Right. Is the age disparity something people are talking about on the internet? I know a lot of
2: uh, a lot of people are kind of commenting about the whole <laughs> Kevin and Amanda Seafried. I'm sorry if I butcher her last name. They think it's kind of weird for them to be uh, an on-screen couple.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, I mean, maybe she or has maybe... I don't
0: know. Oh, I hope she's a mistress. I'm, I'm just scrumming around <laughs> on IMDb, and I see a child. I hope that child is from a different marriage. And then, like, she broke up the marriage, and now they're together. And he has custody. Of Maybe she was the babysitter, and his <laughs> wife died of natural causes.
1: He that is his wife. <laughs> She's wearing his, <laughs> his wedding family. ring. She has his last name in the movie.
0: <laughs> Damn. Well, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what to say to him.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where I, when I saw the trailer, I said, oh, typical Hollywood but I'm, I'm going to reserve judgment until I see the movie. Maybe it's explained, maybe it's not. But um, if it's not explained, it's just, you know, Hollywood, do better. All
2: right. I mean, I was a little caught off guard with it, because I'm like, that's an interesting pair. But, I mean...
0: Well, this also marks her return to horror, correct? Yeah. Amanda? Right. Because what was her last...
2: Her last movie was... What was her last movie?
0: Jennifer's Body as far as I thought.
2: Or what? The wood? No. That's someone else. I got her mixed up. The one about the <laughs>
0: No.
1: They aren't making again. a third one. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> wait. <laughs>
0: but I don't man, I don't you know. know if she did another movie. Well oh, I mean she's I'm, been acting, but I mean in the horror or sci fi adjacent. Right.
2: Uh, I really don't follow her work that much. Whoops.
1: <laughs> but also, think, go ahead. Well, so I think Kevin Bacon's kind of underrated as a horror. I want to call him a horror icon, but he definitely has a horror presence from we all know Friday the 13th to the following Hollow Man. TV show. Hollow, Hollow Man. Man. Um, oh, fuck. I'm Stir of Echoes. Right Stir of Echoes, thank you.
0: Oh, yes. Uh, The following, otherwise known as the first season of Scream, the television show.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The only TV show version of Scream that we recognize. Yes.
2: (laughs) But I also read, like, he was talking about how he would like to see his character return from Friday 13th. And it's just like, how would his character return? You had something shoved through your neck.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think you can bounce back from that.
0: Yeah. Or what would his character have been doing this whole time with speaking through a tracheal thing? Right. Like, if
1: he was alive. And why would we need to follow his character and not Jenny from part two?
2: (laughs) Why are you saying
1: (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying. (laughs) If we're going to follow any of these characters, it'll be her or Tommy Jarvis or Tina from part seven.
0: Right.
1: I guess that's really it.
0: I'm looking for a culminating 13th one. LeBron, I'm talking to you. You grab all three of them, find me a reason why they have to find each other, and
1: defeat Jason together. Without superpowers. And they all get killed to bring in the new era of Friday the 13th. Kevin
0: Hart.
1: <laughs> what? Kevin Hart what? <laughs> He's the new era of Friday the
0: 13th. Damn.
1: Oh, man.
2: <laughs> I will not be okay with that.
1: I'll just tell him I'm gay, he'll run away. So,
2: oh. Dale,
1: <laughs> he won't have any parts. <laughs> okay,
0: I, I don't know. How to... <laughs> <laughs> so, by the time you're hearing this, it will be maybe semi old news for some, but I think that what we've experienced is near the Costa doing something innovative in quarantine times with her upcoming film promotions, Candyman. Uh, for those of you who still haven't seen it yet, go to YouTube, or maybe we have it up at INeedYouJesse.com. It is there. All right. See, we fixed that for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, go check it out there. And what I like about this film, or not film, trailer, is that we see – an artist being creative, not having to spend millions of dollars on more marketing or even giving away more of the plot. Although oh, I think there's subtext. I haven't gone back through it, but I'm very intrigued. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, fast forward 30 seconds. There seems to be four candy men at the end of the video, which I've talked to you guys about on Slack. And I'm trying to figure out if that is um, Daniel Robotai passing away as um, himself and rising as Candyman, and if it is possibly Anthony McCoy passing away and rising as Candyman. Or are there multiple Candy people in this new film, one of those being Helen and another person being someone else? Hmm. That's speculatory.
1: I took something different from that. Um, I thought the piece was very specifically about racial violence against uh, black people in this country. Mm-hmm. And the way they're sort of, I don't use the word "martyred." That's not the right word. But the way they're sort of um, um, become myths throughout our country without us really diving deep into their actual trauma. So that's what I thought even what the end was, is, you know, Candyman could be, and I really hope this is doesn't take this isn't taken the wrong way, but like Candyman could or George Floyd could be Candyman, um, Trayvon Martin could be Candyman. The way they they become myths within our community, that's what I interpret it. But I also gotta watch it again. That
0: is very on uh, point as to what's going on in the world as of June twenty third, twenty twenty, depending on when you're hearing this. <clears throat> I definitely did not look at it with that lens, Uh, but you do bring up a very good point. Like,
1: it definitely carries more girth than what I was spinning. (laughs) Well, I mean, and and the thing is, what what we've seen in the trailer for Candyman 2020 is that I, I think the film is more about the influence Candyman has on the community versus the actual terror that he, he inflicted on the community in the first film so we'll see i mean september can't get here quick enough i'm mm. looking forward to see anita Kass's big screen opus
2: i'll tell you what uh, she is a force to be reckoned with like i am so excited for this film and for her career because yeah. she is she is talented i mean watching that teaser I just had goosebumps. I was just left in awe. I said, Mm -hmm. I have never seen anything like this from any director. So you could tell she was the right director for this film. Like You could just tell she put her heart and soul and has so much passion for this project. So I am so excited for this movie. Mm
0: -hmm. I would definitely agree. I think that I'm weary if we're going to get it on the big screen, and I, when I say weary, I don't think that it won't release in some states, but I mean as far as me feeling comfortable going to a movie theater to enjoy it, uh, which sucks for me, this will probably be the first thing I actually shell out the $20 for to watch uh, VOD. All right. I've been very adamant about not paying for <laughs> $20 movies that don't cost me that much as a single person. I get it for all you people with families. You're saving a fortune by only spending $20, but uh, I don't know. There needs to be some type of airport security clearance where you can verify you're just a single person and pay five bucks. <laughs> right. Um, but anyway, definitely looking forward to it. If you guys have not seen the trailer, please go watch it. Uh Whoever's theory or me, Devin, Ash, maybe we're wrong. Give us your thoughts at Kill the Dead Pod on Twitter. Uh, let us know what you think of the trailer. Uh, just for shits and giggles.
2: Hey, can I just chime in and say that it's Mia's Candyman, not Jordan Peele's, please? Thank you. I am so tired of seeing this on social media. Mia DaCosta, not yeah. Jordan Peele.
1: It's not his vision is hers.
0: Right.
1: Yeah, she's a really talented director.
0: And I'm definitely hoping, hoping, (laughs) hoping (laughs) that this will catapult her and help separate Nia and, man, I already forgot his name, Jordan. Wow. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) (laughs) COVID brain, man, I'm telling you
1: guys. (laughs) Yeah, her uh, previous film, Little Woods, is, it's not a horror movie. It's it's a thriller drama, but it's really 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 good and kept me on the edge of my seat the whole time. So and if you can find it, watch there you go. Because
0: I gotta it's, say, uh, Tessa Thompson,
1: mm-hmm. yes, and the British girl, Lily Collins. Okay, Lily James or Li- Lily James, Lily James. Yeah. Ooh, and Luke Kirby from uh, Halloween Resurrection. Never forget. Mm-hmm. I try to forget that movie often, but I do own it. I think I'm the only per- me and my partner are the only people that I actually like Halloween resurrection resurrection. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. fun. Mm.
0: <laughs> if I wanted to show someone a great horror comedy, <laughs> like I would probably do that one.
1: You're so rude, oh. right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what I like to see? A, a way for Freddie Harris to come back? Sure. They did it for Laurie, so, like, I'm not against
1: it. <laughs> I think he was one of the reasons why people hated that movie so much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, uh, you want... Uh.
2: I know, that's all you could ever say. Mm.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that whole movie.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think if they were to just... Because, right, when you look at Scream 4, they definitely did a better job of trying to integrate teens into technology in a slasher uh, environment. Of course, Wes Craven had years, what, eight or ten years on, uh, actually, I do not know who directed
1: uh, Resurrection. Uh, Rick Rosenthal, who also directed Halloween 2. So he returned. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, two is definitely better than Resurrection.
1: Uh... <clears throat> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I acknowledge Resurrection is the worst in the series. Well, I don't know. Part five is pretty awful, too. Part five, the mask is like they just gave up. Yeah.
0: Like, I don't know what that actor looks like without the mask or if they just had to make something that fit to him. But for me, that's definitely the worst
1: mask in the series. For me, it goes to parts or H two O only because they. I mean, we have to use CGI for one of the masks. So what are we doing?
0: Uh Okay, valid. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so getting on to the main (laughs) event tonight, we are going to explore. Um, The Return of the Living Dead For those of you who have not ever seen The 1985 classic horror comedy In which we first explore Zombies craving for brains Please allow me To read you the summary That I didn't pull up (laughs) (laughs)
1: Ash, did you see this movie as a kid?
2: I
0: did not. Okay. Just wondering. <laughs> oh. uh, when two bumbling employees at a medical supply uh, warehouse accidentally release a deadly gas into the air, the vapors cause the dead to rise again as zombies. Now, I do enjoy the pre-question. I saw this as a kid in remembering the infamous tar zombie as something that scared the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Looking at it again many times as an adult, really not that scary. Great use of petroleum. (laughs) but uh, Awesome practical effect. I hope that it does still scare people. I think that practical effects are definitely better with CGI any day. um, Unless you have to do something like The super Batman, Marvels, uh, Ant-Man stuff, whatever.
1: Yeah. But yeah,
0: so, uh, Devin, what was your childhood or later life? So,
1: I mean, I didn't see this movie until, I mean, I was old. I'm a bad horror fan. Like, I think Obama was in a second term when I saw this movie (laughs) for the first time. So, I didn't grow up with the same sense of nostalgia for this film that I know a lot of people in the community have, I saw the one, the one I grew up on was the sequel part two. That was okay. my introduction to the series. And I loved it as a kid. And I rewatched it again, maybe I don't know, four or five years ago. And I said, Oh, okay. Well, I guess i will grow grown this movie. It doesn't age well, but return does. It still brings me back to like what the feel of 1985 was. This is pretty um, representative of the type of films that came out at that time, uh, with the type of characters, and it played the line between horror and comedy. So this is... I've seen three of these films. This is by far the best of the Return series. Please
0: tell me the other film is part three and not...
1: Yes. (laughs) Okay. I did not see Rave Rave from the the Grave, grave. (laughs) and... necrophilis okay that one yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think whoever made the attempt of bringing the franchise back i appreciate it it definitely did not work out
1: (laughs) you know who it is right who brought up who wrote those two films Mm, no the guy from friday the 13th part 7 so we know the girl, you know Jason's infamous sleeping bag scene?
2: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's
1: the girl's boyfriend who's crawling away. He's the one who wrote 4 and 5. And the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> huh. This series has a very strange relationship with the Friday the 13th series. Oh, Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) especially with you connecting the dots on that. Okay, so part of us going through the show, we're going to address five different areas of maybe concern or just need some attention or we just fucking felt like it. (laughs) First up is Writer's Workshop. If you were describing this film to a friend, how would you actually tell them, what the film is about Ash you Uh want to go first of
2: course (laughs) well can I just say I have a confession okay (laughs) I'm a virgin to this series um I the first time I watched this movie was probably like two months ago yeah oh
0: so, so recent recent
2: yeah whoops but i've always been aware of like the characters and all that but i just never actually sat down and watched it until recently so judge away but (laughs) (laughs) but pretty much just for like the writer's workshop i i'm it's gonna suck but i just pretty much just said um let me see sorry um the foreman of the medical supply warehouse spills the beans to a new employee, Freddie, that the Night of the Living Dead film is was actually based on real events, and so to pretty much to show off and um, uh, sorry, just pretty much like snooping around and showing off all the the bodies and medical supplies. And I have that in quotation marks. The foreman accidentally taps on a canister, which happens to burst. And toxins are released, causing the dead to crave brains. So,
1: yeah. That's what they wanted. Yeah.
2: Which is the first, and that's pretty much important because that's the first for the zombies to actually crave their, uh, brains instead of flesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the cool things about this film is like there's a lot of fir- first like the zombies yeah. talking, craving brains and yeah. running and all that stuff
1: they definitely gave the zombies a personality
0: in this mm-hmm. film yeah. which is something you were definitely not getting before right. other than hey that naked half zombie person <laughs> It's memorable. (laughs) Uh, Devin, how about you? How would you describe it to people?
1: So, okay, here's my thing before I start. I had a couple of drinks when I was um, making notes. So it sounds a little more snarky than what I intend for it to be. Also, it's one sentence long, so... (laughs) But basically, it says when one of the Living Dead creators knew what a disaster Day of the Dead would be, he wrote a script to course correct the zombie genre of the '80s and went to the set of Friday the Thirteenth Five for casting. Damn, I didn't like Day of the Dead, (laughs) 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 which came out the same year as this.
0: (laughs) Uh, Actually, you know, Day of the Dead is my least favorite. I will watch uh, Land of the Dead and Diary of the Dead before I normally get to Day of the Dead unless it's just Day, Dawn, Night Trilogy.
1: Damn, Diary of the Dead? You yes. hate Day of the Dead, Yeah.
0: I did not get it. <laughs> I even watched the Nick Cannon version. And Oh, I forgot
2: about me. that one. Oh, man. Most people
0: Oh, it's goodness. A...
1: Sorry. <laughs> How how many Day of the Dead movies are there? Uh, at least three. Uh, fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's my uh, summary for, for Return of Z Living Dead.
0: Mine's a little different. It's more up to the tune of... Middle-aged pedophile thinks it's cool to lure a, a grown man into his basement and show him his toy, which backfires into an onslaught of events that no one else can explain, and drugging the boy didn't work. I
1: don't know if this vodka is that good or if that joke was just really good. Either way, I'm either way I'm cackling over here.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it could be taken many ways. I prefer my version. But, you know, to each his own.
1: <laughs> so how old are, like, is Freddie and his friends, the gang, how old are they supposed to? Are they supposed to be teenagers? i I perceive
0: them as teenagers. Because no one has a car except for suicide. They're all waiting for their friend to get off work. No one else works. And they're just chilling in a graveyard, like... I would say young adults probably have apartments that they could wait in before
1: anything else happened. Right. Mm. you rude for that. Stops looks great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Again, I, I'm open to everyone's interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's take it at what we're going to call Horror by the Numbers. What is uh, a trope that you saw in this film that you either like or hate it or wasn't fleshed out enough even?
1: I, um, you know, as far as tropes, I will say I think this film broke a lot of the rules, especially considering when it came out, came in 1985. I thought um, Trash's, uh, her her sexuality, it's, it felt like she had her own autonomy regarding her sexuality. She wasn't naked Per se, throughout the film, just for the male gaze, it felt like she owned her nudity and owned her sexuality. So I, I, I thought that was pretty progressive, especially for 1985. Now that's my interpretation. Whether or not that's the reality, of the situation is different. Um, but I think Lene, there might
0: be something to it because even the foreshadowing of her character dying the way she feared the most was like yeah. her mm-hmm. character kind of owning it.
1: And Linnea Quigley is just an American icon. I mean, let's just yeah. face it. Yes, like I want to dress up as her for Halloween. So um, <laughs> I'm for it. <laughs> the the I also felt the characters were a little bit more developed than some other some of the other zombie films. Not necessarily the the Living Dead zombie films, but just your basic run of the mill Sci Fi Channel zombie movie. Um. I thought they had distinct personalities and it was also pretty uh, kind of ballsy, especially for the eighties for spoiler alert that everyone, n- nobody makes it out alive at the end, mm-hmm.
2: um,
1: including Freddie and including Frank, which I thought that was pretty heartbreaking. So I thought this film kind of broke some of the rules, which is fantastic. And is one of the reasons why it still holds up 30 years, over 30 years later. You know,
0: one interesting fact that I either got from the Screen Factory DVD, possibly, or I've just retained over the years from probably Bloody Disgusting or some other site, is that um, Jules Shepard, who plays Casey, was actually going to get the role of Trash played by Linnea Quigley. But she actually objected to the nudity, even though her background was a dancer. Uh, which I thought was very interesting, or good for her, like not shaming anyone, but it's like there was a possibility that Linnea Quigley would have never become trash if Casey would
1: have accepted her of a, a first role or a jewel. Yeah, and, and the characters, her she wears her her sexuality on her sleeve, so I don't I I imagine that was written to the script, so I'm not sure why. The original actress audition for that. I don't know. Maybe she thought they would film around the nudity. Who knows?
0: Yeah, it was the eighties. They could have given her just two pages, and yeah, it's like this is the movie,
1: and then she showed up on set. It was like, uh-uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ten minutes into the film, really? I'm butt naked,
1: <laughs> like fully naked, not just breaths. Yeah, everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which, if you've ever read the uh, background of. Linnea's crotch piece that she's Mm. essentially wearing. um, Like, just to be in a contraction to cover your vagina is not something I can relate to. Sorry, Ash. But, (laughs) like, and then to be on set appearing stark naked and then having to have people make concessions for you to then use the bathroom and then reinstall this thing so you appear completely naked. I, I don't I wouldn't have fucking done it. Yeah.
1: Right. Not to mention, you know, she's running around in the cold rain and splash of the mud the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, I've never been on a movie set, but I assume they're just using regular cold water. They don't warm up fake rain. Yeah, so she deserves an honorary Oscar. Mm-hmm. Done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: so, for me, I think that the one thing I hate it, and maybe it's why uh, I don't ever... Like, for me, I discovered uh, part three first, which, you know, for the most part, doesn't hold up over time either, unless you're a huge Romeo and Juliet fan. It's an interesting take on it. Um, but when I discovered part one, and then I subsequently watched part two... And I even remember going into that movie gallery, being all happy that I've seen the first one and want to see the second one. I was greatly disappointed of bringing back the first two characters, as you said, Devin, who everyone's eradicated, presumably in Kentucky. Like Kentucky doesn't exist anymore. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's just magically back. Um, yeah, I did I understand the pressures of making a sequel, or I don't understand firsthand, obviously. But I get it. You need to make a sequel. You made a shitload of money. You're trying to figure out ways, but like, let's just start with anyone else. Like, you could have done anything. You could have followed Zombie Trash, let her have survived the impact,
1: and come back. That would have been an interesting concept.
0: Yeah, I would have, I would have been fine for it. Well, I, mean, I know, I, think-
1: I know with the second one, the director was not a fan of horror movies, uh, so he didn't really put a lot of effort into it, and in that the rest of the cast was pretty displeased with that as well.
2: So why direct the film then?
1: <laughs> money. Yeah.
2: I mean, yeah. But still, it's like, why?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd be hard-pressed to think that they were the producers were thinking about quality at this point. I think. <laughs> they were just trying to churn yeah. out a sequel and get their money back. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, it definitely showed. I mean, I forget the turnaround time, but you're talking two or three years tops. Yeah. Or to uh, then be spit back out. And I'm sure it was like Blumhouse original blueprint. Here's $5 million. Give me an $18 million movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> I doubt it made $18 million. I don't have that in front of me, but uh, seriously doubt it.
2: Yeah.
0: Ash, what about you? Uh, it was pretty much already
2: said. Um, I just really enjoyed how different the characters were. Um, I did have a, a little issue. Like, I don't know. It's not that big of an issue, but it kind of bothered me a little bit. It was just like the token black character. And I, I mean, I know majority of like, Movies like horror movies, especially, have that character, but it just kind of drives me nuts how they have the that, that
0: character act a little bit. Well, cool. like black cool passing character or ethnic yeah. passing character, because yeah. he's Hispanic, correct?
1: Yeah. He has a Hispanic last name, but I don't I don't know his his actual makeup. but but yeah he's black presenting
0: he's dominican african okay. okay okay i miss Brandon. he's only right there with all this
2: Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was like the just the only issue i had with the film and like how they pretty much had his character do like everything like open a door like or do this do that and it just seemed like he was just there to check on like everybody else make sure everything was okay
0: or Actually, now that you mention that, he does spend a lot of time holding Tina up. Yes. Like, almost every scene, he's carrying her, picking her up, consoling her. And I was like, I think that was Tom's girl. Or Tom, <laughs> damn it. Freddie. Freddy's, Freddy.
1: <laughs> Freddy's a zombie now, though.
0: That's true. I mean, maybe there's an alternative scene that we didn't see where he's, like, scheming
1: on Tina. <laughs> So I, I mean, and I thought about the the presentation of the character Spider in the movie. I also just assumed that was sort of an homage to Dwayne Jones' character in Night of the Living Dead.
0: Where he's like Uh, sort of the
1: pseudo leader. But again, I didn't listen to director's commentary, so I don't know if that was just me throwing shit out there or not.
2: I mean, don't get me wrong. I loved his character. Like, he was one of my favorite characters in the movie, but... Mm-hmm. That kind of just take my. Mom. I'm like, well, he's more than that. And then, of course, like Tina, the whole damsel in distress can barely. Oh, sh-
0: huh?
1: She was so annoying.
0: Okay, I was yeah. like, wait a minute, did I say something wrong? <laughs> I no, got scared. No, no. <laughs> I was like, just throw her to the zombies. Like, I'm going yeah. with Tina for today.
2: Cause she was literally being picked up every single time. Like, she can't
0: walk or she can't. What's going on? Yeah. It was um, it was bad. You know, have you guys um? I'm, I'm getting on the subject a bit, but there the new Shutter film or anthology film scare package. Have you guys seen it yet?
1: I, I just I, I I added to my queue, but I haven't seen it yet.
0: So there is a scene where it's they're not breaking the fourth wall, but at the same time they're acknowledging there are horror movie tropes, and. <laughs> There's this girl that they put on a treadmill, and then they bring in a bad guy to chase her on another treadmill, and they're like, okay, now run. And they're like, she starts running running, running, and then run faster. She starts running faster, and then she falls. And like, they mark it down. And then she gets up, it. Get she keeps falling. And I was just like, that is so the 80s. <laughs> we know she's capable, but for some reason, she just can't maintain a run. Um, which I thought was funny a little tongue-in-cheek moment uh, towards the end of the uh, I want to say it's towards the end uh, there's a couple of different segments you guys will see when you see it but if you haven't it is as I tend to say uh, after listening to many episodes a fun watch apparently that's the only way I can describe a movie <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Which I I'm that not. one uh, but s- stick to it so I mean I'm giving you guys this recommendation if you guys are listening it does kind of lull in the middle. The first two are great. Middle, eh, but when I'm talking about <laughs> it's towards the end, okay. check but it out. Quarantine new content. It's good. So there you have it. Okay, so let's pretend like we have the rights to make our own Return of the Living Dead. We're talking about the casting couch. Who is going to replace your stars of the movie? We are going with the top build people on IMDb for right now. That might change in future episodes. So we have the character Burt, who was played by Clue Gallagher, who you guys might remember from Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2, Freddy's Revenge. Uh, James Karen, who played Frank. Don <clears throat> Caff... Yeah. Caffia? Yeah who plays Ernie. By the way, I'm not sure if the Bert and Ernie thing is on purpose, uh, um, but they are named after Sesame Street characters. And then, of course, Freddie, played by Tom Matthews. Um, so first up, we have Bert as the uh, shop owner of Unita Medical Supplies. So who are you guys trying to replace him with? If you were making this film... Film in this film, 2020, releasing in theaters, 2021.
1: I uh, I have the casting choice to end all casting choices.
2: Uh-oh. Oh, sure. We can
1: end the <laughs> podcast right now, okay? <laughs> so I actually have for the new bird would be played by Tom Matthews. Oh, Tom Matthews. look at you. <laughs> It'd be a nice little homage.
0: Okay, I I, I actually like that. That was
1: very very good on you.
0: Thank and you. Thank you for
2: listening to our show. We'll return next <laughs> week. <laughs> Damn it.
1: <laughs> what about you? What about you,
2: Ash? All right, I have two choices, but the first one I was like, hell no, 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 no. So I'm going with Brian Cranston. Oh. Oh, that's good. Oh, you I know. was like, is he on your list too? But, <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, like, he's such a good actor, and hit like, the range of character he can do—it's just perfect for him. Besides Breaking Bad and Hal, of course.
1: But <laughs> maybe let's we'll make um, up for Godzilla. God. Oh gosh, no, it
0: won't. <laughs> 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 um, so. I wanted to see kind of an, an authority figure like Burt was supposed to be, but I also wanted to add a little bit of uh, je ne sais quoi. Uh, you know, I was thinking Brad Pitt. Why he you get so weak, Dev? <laughs> you said Brad Pitt? Yes. Yeah. Like he could play that authoritative, I'm supposed to be serious role, but he could slip in a little bit of comedy. Um <laughs> and make it through this movie. Like he did great in Marvel Z. I liked it. That'd be And good. now he's at that age.
1: So this is the vodka talking, but you said you oh. want to see some US you said you want to see some Jenna And then I heard the name Jenna and I'm thinking Jane Bukowski from Thirty Rock. i oh. oh, okay. So <clears throat> that's what I was thinking.
0: Well Sorry. I do have a gender swap coming.
1: Me too! Oh,
0: okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's next?
0: <laughs> Got the character uh, of Frank. Frank by James Karen's current. Ash, I'll let you start with you, so. <sighs>
2: okay, I'm going, since you mentioned 30 Rock, I chose Alec Baldwin as Frank. That's not bad. I'll
0: make the character like a drinker.
2: Yeah. You guys are not going to like my choice. Oh, man.
1: (laughs) Oh, I can't wait.
2: What about you, Devin? Oh, okay, great.
0: I'm scared. I I almost (laughs) let the cat out of the bag earlier. But I honestly think, just from the hysteria alone, because Frank's character is crying and whimpering, and he's very vocal in his performance. I can't see any other person doing it today. Other than Kevin Hart, oh. Like, oh. think about how many things you could throw him through the filing cabinet, the doorway.
1: I mean, Kevin Hart put himself through an incinerator. I you know what? I'm just kidding. I'm not, I, don't, oh. I don't. I don't wish death or harm oh. on him. Just oh, kidding. Wow. Um, damn, that, that got dark quick. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. That the drink
2: down. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: That'd be fine. Will never cheat on his wife again, Oh. while she's pregnant. Um, <laughs> my choice for Frank. This is one where I actually did the gender swap. Um, I would cast Carol Locatel in it. Who is okay, that? I some, okay, I was waiting for. Okay, I was waiting for. Who the hell is that? She played Ethel in Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. <gasps> oh, and. Yes she's still just as feisty and that's how i interpreted his character or the character of frank is someone who's just feisty a bit of a know-it-all but doesn't really know anything and i I think if we base her character of ethel (laughs) she'd be pretty good
0: (laughs) okay that'll be there that is very good (laughs) i I see you're trying to keep it in the friday 13th family
1: Oh shit, I got another one for Friday 13. I didn't even think about that. Okay. <laughs>
0: All right. Okay, next? so now we're getting on to the I was gonna say Crypt Keeper. <laughs> Mortuary <laughs> owner. Um Ernie. Ernie, yes, I don't know why. Thank you. I do not know why I couldn't get that. Uh I'll start with myself. This is where I had my gender swap. And it goes to two different people. I could see Tilda Swinton or Kate Blanchett playing that what? character. What did like, I almost put her on my straight. list? <laughs> <laughs> like, I I lean more towards Tilda Swinton because I'm in love with that woman. But yeah. I think Clay, Clay Kate Blanchett could also do an admirable performance because it reminds me of um uh, I'm thinking of her in. The Jim Jerush film from last year.
1: Oh, um yeah. the zombie movie. Um Yeah.
2: One cut? Yeah. No, that's not one cut. Ooh, sorry.
0: <laughs> no We're no. an
1: awful we're an awful horror movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: I swear to god it's Rona Brain. It's just like you're not active as you used to be. You're not pistons aren't firing. Mm. Uh, so it's harder for people to come up with common sentences or knowledge that you know someone knows it's Vodka. very oh, um, yeah, maybe I should just say I'm drinking oh <laughs> the dead don't die the, the, the dead, dead yeah. don't die Yeah,
1: <laughs> I just stole it from you
0: <laughs> Um, but yeah so th- those, those are my two for Ernie and you can still keep the same name I think it works both ways
1: I really like the idea of Tilda Swinton. I could totally see her in that role, too. Yeah, what you, Ash?
2: My list? Um, <laughs> Okay, for Ernie, I feel like he was like he was a likable character. I actually like I liked him. I felt for him, and I'm gonna go with Giovanni Ribisi. I'm sorry if I, I butchered his last name. <laughs> He's Ooh. such a
0: good actor. Yes. He's a really good actor. You know, I immediately thought of him in Gone in 60 seconds. Like the fuck up that's trying to do right has something to
1: prove. Cuz mm-hmm. yes, he Oh, he was in that?
0: Yeah, he's the uh, brother that oh. I was going to say John Travolta. Man,
1: <laughs> oh man. Nicolas Nick Cage, Cage. Is trying to save <laughs> Um for my pick to play Ernie, I actually I don't know why, but it makes sense, is Crispin Glover. Just let me have it. Ooh. Really? <laughs> let me have it. Okay. I'm just all no. about
0: Friday 13th. Huh? Yeah, that's why I'm really. It wasn't even Crispin Glover. It was, and I was didn't, still on Friday
1: 13th. Yeah, and that was by accident. Like Okay. Friday 13th has like churned out so many... Um, I don't say stars, but actors. So, good on them.
2: <laughs> but I heard
1: he's very difficult to work with. Oh, is oh is that true? Okay, that makes sense. I, I know he's he's a very well known and I guess respected actor, but he's not that active as an actor. So, okay.
2: yeah, I think during the set of Friday Thirteenth, he held up. Um, Filming because he couldn't find a toy. Did I (gasps) remember correctly? Yeah. (laughs) You change your mind?
1: (laughs) No, I'll still keep this Crispin Glover. Just (laughs) you know, why not? Okay. Okay. Well, then that
0: brings us to our final Freddy uh, or Tom Matthews. Uh, We'll go right back to you, Devin. Who do you want to see in Tom
1: Matthews' shoes? Okay, well, I actually have two choices for this. Um, I wanted to go with someone who's young enough who would be around Tom Matthews' age in in the movie, who's young enough to, who can properly convey that dopey, naive, bumbling character. Mm -hmm. So I chose either Pete David, (laughs) someone who can act. Um, So... I chose Pete Davidson or Jordan Calloway.
2: I actually um, like Pete Davidson.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. I think that's a better one. Yeah. I just think that Jordan Calloway is also a very attractive young man. So, um, look him up if you know who he is. He's the black <laughs> guy, right? The black guy. That's <laughs> the I'm sorry. He, he is in
0: Black Lightning. <laughs> the right. show. He's I a black guy an and black Unfabulous.
2: light. He Unfabulous. I'm sorry, and I just like, got excited.
1: <laughs> and Riverdale.
0: I've never seen an episode of Riverdale.
1: <laughs> Good.
0: You're fine. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, Stick he with was season like, one.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was in um, Unfabulous, the early th- uh, thousand show with um, Emma Roberts, who I cannot stand.
1: He was a child
2: oh.
0: actor in general, wasn't he? Yeah.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't know about him till um, Riverdale. I said, "Well, damn." <laughs> so uh, yeah, those are my picks.
0: I think he was in. Was he not in Drumline? One of the Drumlines. I think he's in a Drumline. Don't quote me on that. And I hate to admit that man watched more than the first
1: one.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've only seen the first one. Yeah, um, he, was sec- he
2: was in the second. He was in a second one.
1: Okay
0: what? Bring Columbus short back to stomp the yard That's what I want to see
2: <laughs> If he can stay out of trouble <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Well true uh, I think For me if I had to See someone else fulfill those shoes That is young And kind of kind of play into it I think Ash is going to love my answer <gasps> Uh, we're talking about the one, the only, Mr. Even Stevens himself, hoo! <gasps> <ooh>, <laughs> yes. Mm, mm, mm.
2: Thank you, Lord uh,
0: Jesus. I'm just <laughs> a fan of the work he's putting out right now. He's definitely making, uh, I don't know, artist penis and trying to make up for the year squandered. If you guys haven't seen Honey Boy, it's a great
1: film, mm-hmm, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I, yeah, I really want to see that.
2: And peanut butter falcon. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, that was equally as good. Um, so yeah, that's my um, my pick. Ash, what about you?
2: Oh, I love me so Shia LaBeouf. I'm going with Lucas Hedges. So if you're not uh, sure where he's from, uh, films he was in, he was in Manchester by the Sea. Um, what's that? Uh, Boy Race and Ladybird? And I'm just, I'm really, a, I'm a fan of his work. Like, he is just, I can really see his career going far. And he was in Honey Boy. Almost forgot about that.
0: Yeah, that's what I know him from. I, don't, I haven't seen Manchester by the Sea. Although I've heard it's a good film.
2: Yeah. But he's a really strong actor, and he's hes pretty young, and he's attractive, and I definitely feel like he could pull off the role. Oh,
1: he was in that show The Slab. Okay. She oh, is that the actually... one with like the
2: parents slap the child? Sorry.
1: Yeah, I'm, yeah, eight...
0: I've never seen it. <laughs> it's
1: it's a good show. Okay, so this is going on a weird tangent. It's whatever. I'm not going to go into it. It's a good show. You should look it up. <laughs> the Australian version, not the American version. Oh, okay, we all look into that a little bit. It's later. Only like only like eight episodes.
0: So I like that you chose the. Pro, or protagonist of Honey Boy and I chose the antagonist of Honey mm-hmm. Boy Yes It so makes me so cool. wonder if we should just you know let them be Frank and Freddy and see that dynamic
1: again Ooh That could work Just, just a How thought old. How old is Shia Booth? Early it's 30s Early 30s, yeah yeah. He's just and been on your heart forever. <laughs> <He's> Ever <laughs> since Transformers 2. How old is this Lucas <laughs> guy? Uh, early 20s, 23. Uh, born in
0: 96. Yeah, he's 23 going 24.
1: Term. Mm. Okay. I'm still going to see Boy Erased. Um, I like these choices, guys. All right. Yeah, I feel like we have a pretty strong
0: recasting. Yeah. Uh, so you know, Hollywood, anyone but Fangoria, hit us up. You
1: know, <laughs> we'll be happy. to get Why? It. What happened with Fangoria? All that oh, drama. Not necessarily. I'm no, kidding. No, oh, right. no. <laughs> <laughs> what happened?
0: Um, and, and not necessarily that Fangoria had much to do with anything, but they are the biggest name involved. Um, which, you know, on a side note, I kind of miss some of my old podcasts. Uh, I I see that, uh, they're obviously not releasing new work until this is settled. Um, so if you guys aren't aware of what's going on, read Twitter, read an article, it's out there.
1: Um, and let's kill the dead in the meantime.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, true. (laughs) More (laughs) listeners for us. (laughs) So, finally, we're going to bring it to the end of this segment. I need your final recommendations. Are we watching? Are we passing? Are we viewing only if it's free? What do you say? Ash? I would definitely
2: say a must-watch. Yes, yes, yes. I will be planning on buying this. Is there a special, like, director's cut? or Not cut, but...
0: You said there's uh, a Scream Factory version, and they just got part two in stock about a week ago.
2: So, if mm. you guys are listening
0: to this one episode release, it'll be sold out.
2: Sure. I mean, I'm still <laughs> waiting on my sleepaway camp. But, anyways,
0: I will I be buying
2: it. Well, I finally got the tracking number, so it should be here this week, hopefully. But, anyways, yeah, at least
0: you got I'm still waiting on Ginger Snaps and 13 Ghosts. Well, I guess not 13 Ghosts anymore, but um, definitely Ginger Snaps.
2: Yeah, but yeah, this is definitely a must-watch. I'm upset that I waited so long to watch this movie. Um, I was not expecting it to be this funny. I mean, just <laughs> just so in the dialogue and especially um spider. Oh my gosh. Like, he was like, You dumb fucks, like dumb fuckers, like just <laughs> we ain't got no towel. Like when trash was like, I need a towel, like. Honey, do you expect someone like that to have a towel in their car? Come on, but
0: <laughs> oh yes,
2: like he was just—you could just tell he was getting fed up—and I'm like, yes, that's me. But and then also like, I don't know this—if um, you guys noticed in the office of, of the warehouse, the um, the bulletin board, you know, like when you take your eye test, like the vision test, and they make yeah. you like read the letters and stuff. I don't know if y'all noticed it, but. If you like put the letters together, it says Bert is a slave driver and a cheap son of a bitch.
0: No, I have not. Oh my.
2: Yes. So. Well, damn. <laughs> I have horrible vision, but for some reason that just stood out to me. But yes, I definitely highly recommend watching this movie. What about you, Devin?
1: I just put food in my mouth. Um, oh. <laughs> no, I really, 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 really like this movie. Um, it's quintessential 1985, which you would think would date the film, but it doesn't. Outside of the fashion, this movie can still, definitely still holds up in 2020. Um, I, would really, I would also talk about it in the same circles of zombie films, such as Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead and 28 Days Later. Mm-hmm. Where it brought something new and innovative to the friends to the to the genre, um, this is a surprising film. It, it's a no holds barred movie. It takes a lot of risks, a lot of chances, and it, it's it, it balances horror and comedy in such a perfect way. I may actually buy this movie, guys, and and it's weird for me to say that because, like I said, part two was my shit growing up. Mm-hmm. Never gave the first one any thought. But this is a good movie. It, it, it's it's. It's worthy of being called a horror icon. So it's, go watch it like right now, as soon as this episode's over with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I do I don't have think
0: a, oh, think oh, sorry.
2: i follow that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead, Ash. Oh, no, I was just going to ask. I mean, since I'm such a virgin to the series, should I go ahead and watch part two and three and just forget about the last? Couple of films in the in the series are just I Just
0: I would watch. Really? Watch part oh, really? three. Yeah, you can do that any time of day and still enjoy it. Wait for a long Friday, pop some edibles, and then go <laughs> in part two.
1: And How, shit dare
0: work out. How dare you? How dare you? All right, cool. Right when you have to ask that question, of I don't think this edible's kicking in.
1: Then the movie's gonna be good. I mean, what do you think I was just eating? Um, oh. <laughs> I Like, they're, they're, the stories aren't connected. They all exist within their own narrative. Part two is is a children's movie. I mean, at, at heart, okay. it really is a children's movie. Part three, um it's respectable. It's not as good, not as fun as this one, but it's. It's it's better than part two, and it's, I'm sure better than four and five.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. I feel like part three just drags. I think that's the only problem. Like, towards the end, it, it drags a bit. Yeah, just die already. And also with part two, you know, it's part of it is also a recreation of the first one in the sense that the character, the the actors, Tom um, Tom Matthews and. Um, James Karen, They come yeah. back in in similar roles. They're playing different characters, but they come back in similar roles. And the, the outcome is the same. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but, um, but yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like they lightly borrowed from Evil Dead 2.
1: Mm. Yeah. Tom Matthews is really, really good looking, though. I'm surprised mm-hmm. he didn't have a bigger career. Yes. I'm watching the movie, um, and like, even if even after he turned a zombie, he was still kind. You know, whatever. I'm not gonna. That. <laughs> I'm I gonna
2: agree with you, Devin. My, it's okay.
1: I'm not gonna <laughs> see my fetishes on the podcast.
0: <laughs> what about <laughs> you, Gray? <laughs> <laughs> I wholeheartedly believe this fucking movie is an absolute watch. I own the DVD, the Blu-ray, and iTunes digital version of it. Like, I must be able to watch it in any format at all times. Maybe I'll be able to find a VHS at some point.
1: Damn. I don't have a VHS
0: player. (laughs) Um, But, yes, if you have not ever seen this film, please, please go watch. Um, You know, I think that, like Devin said to your point, it is an iconic horror film. Uh, Definitely something brand new at its time. Like, 100%. We did not have talking. I wouldn't say they weren't fast zombies yet but you can see where the derivative of where we got fast zombies from uh, yeah, they're a little stuff to them yeah yeah. Um, and as well as the per- personification you know zombies that can communicate back to us or something I don't think any other franchise has even gone back into well yeah no franchise because that's just the remake I don't think any other franchise has ever tackled zombie communication again.
1: I mean, ironically, except for Day of the Dead and Land of the Dead.
0: Yeah, I was going to say Land of the Dead. But they weren't verb. Well, the black guy was. Forget, Forget it. Romero has this thing. Um, <laughs> O'Bannon eh, started better, stronger, more mm-hmm. memorable. So I'll leave it at that. All right, so that concludes that part of the podcast, and now we're on to our final portion, which is a little game that we're bringing back called Marry, Fuck, Kill. So we need to know, we're going to start with Devin first, who you want to marry, who you fucking, who you want to kill between Bert, Frank, and Ernie.
1: Ooh! Bert, Frank, and Ernie.
0: <laughs> Again, these characters are not chosen for any particular reason other than they're the top three build on IMDb.
1: Oh, <laughs> shit. No Freddy? Okay. No, Wait a minute. No Freddy. This oh, makes it even more difficult. Off. Honestly, I would marry Bert. I would marry Bert. Clue Gallagher was. He, he was. He was. He, he could have got it back then. <laughs> um. Oh, fuck. Who would I fuck? Um, shit. Can I just say, like, I'm abstinent when I'm seeing <laughs> if, if you married. If I had to fuck any of them, oh, fuck me. um, Or fuck them, I guess. <laughs> <sighs> Shit. I, Frank, I, I don't know. Sure. <laughs> and then I would kill Ernie. I mean, I don't want any women. No, you know what? I would actually fuck Ernie. Frank was a little bit of a sneeze, so.
0: Thank you. I was like, All right, so that's my exact
1: order. Ernie had a job.
0: I I have to kill Frank. Frank is so fucking annoying, and I I would fuck Ernie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. feel free to follow that up.
2: Yeah. uh, (laughs) I would kill Frank, marry Ernie,
0: and fuck Bert. Okay, so you switch it up a little. Mm Mm-hmm. So
1: you, Ernie, you to can be, get
2: all of this chocolate.
1: To be clear, <laughs> I'm leaving all of them for Freddy at the end, so... Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is and, also fine. If
2: you and Spider
1: find him too in I'll, I'll, I'll take a Spider. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I see Miguel Nunez, I just think about him in, taking a shit in that portal potty in Freddy's of <laughs> part 5. So So he can sink
2: you to sleep.
1: (laughs) While he's shitting
2: though? Yeah.
1: So you're going to get it, bitch? I don't know.
0: (laughs) Those damn enchiladas. (laughs)
1: See, I only
0: remember him and that goddamn Jerry girl.
1: It didn't matter what role he was in in the 80s.
2: At least they were
0: juicy.
1: You know what? That is true. You know what? Yeah, I would fuck Miguel. Okay. You know what? I'm back on board. (laughs) See? Man, it's moist.
0: Oh, ill!
1: I'm, s- I'm such a Scorpio.
0: There you have it, Juana Man himself,
1: number one draft pick. <laughs> I mean, he did have muscles on him,
2: and he was quick.
1: He could give me a free copy of Nora's Hair Salon Part Three. So, <laughs> see? There I can't you help go. With
2: some grocery shopping
1: oh shit uh, don't google don't google him y'all
0: this will be a good time to go ahead and
1: end it Devin you want to plug yourself all right, let's have, um yeah so I well, I don't know I'm at I need you Jesse you can meet me at I need you Jesse.com and I need you Jesse on Twitter and Instagram all one word oh, yeah. and Ash yourself
2: All right, (laughs) you can find me on Twitter at Ash to Ashes. That's Ash with the X in the middle, Ashes. And let me just say thank you to everybody in Twitter for helping me reach my cheesy goal of 1,000 followers. I am so happy. Thank you. I think I'm at 1,017 followers right now. So thank you so much. Virtual hugs, all that stuff to everybody. Pew pew pew. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and as always you can find me at the gary johnson just kidding <laughs> at gray himself on all social medias that's g-r-a-e himself uh also be sure to leave us a review on itunes let us know how we're doing if you like the new format if you dislike the format if you think you want to date one of us just let us know we're actually doing a little giveaway we'll be giving out a t-shirt to whatever comment we think is the best but be sure to leave a comment it doesn't really count if you just click the stars uh you can follow kill the dead well uh, on twitter hmm, shit that should have been at kill the dead pod <laughs> Twitter. at kill the dead pod good night folks good night